Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. It's us, your friends. We're back. Hello. Again, another week of Killing Time. Another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> How are we doing? Um, I'm feeling spicy. Oh. I feel spicy, too. I've got this uh, this seltzer that Lex just gave me. I didn't even know we had these. I'm like, I want more champagne. We didn't have that, but we did have Bud Light seltzer. Sangria splash. Red sang- not sponsored. No, red Honor- sangria not- style. Oh, is it? And they used to be a sponsor. They used to be a sponsor. I don't think but they're a current they're sponsor. Honestly, not bad. They're pretty good. Does not contain wine. Let me try it. I like it. Here I mean, go. if they want to come back on, they can't. Oh my God, you've already drank like half of this. I'm a. F- Jared. I, drink, I drink fast. Interesting. Mm, I good. like it's. Not, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Anyways, um, pretty, whoa. Deep, 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 deep. Pretty good. Pretty good. Alexis is wearing some uh, vintage first degree merch. Vintage merch. Sorry, you can't get it. Can't get it. Unavailable. Sorry, one of one of one. Um, and if you are watching us on Patreon, you see the outfits that we're wearing, and we love that you're seeing our beautiful faces. I was just wearing a costume. I've been wearing this white T-shirt for three weeks. That's okay. Some, mm. You're pretty gross, Jared. He hasn't showered in this whole time. He's a brute. He's a brute. I'm just a heathen. Um, Alexis, <laughs> tell them about our Patreon if they haven't joined. Our Patreon's incredible. If you're like a true crime bestie, you get an extra episode per week. A fully researched, amazing, full-length true crime episode per week for extra per month. That, that math is incredible. That math, I mean, unbelievable. Mathematician over here. You get video of Killing Time. Then you also get, when we do two-parters, you get them both at the same time. Um, there are a lot of perks, but I would say the extra episodes per month is would be the selling point for me. Like the Patreons I belong to are for that reason. Yeah, absolutely. I just want you guys to know I'm a patron of our Patreon. You don't pay. That's how good it is. I do. Y- you pay? Yeah, it just adds to the numbers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's that good. It comes off the business credit card. That's true. It just, like, it's it's just like a regurgitation. One extra little boost. One more subscriber. And like we, it's our money, but we get it back. Yeah, that's just, true. I Maybe it's a good like, self-support. Yeah, show. I just want to see what's like on the other side of it. And yeah. Oh, it's and, like when you post an Instagram story and then you rewatch it as if you're like somebody, somebody else watching else. it, and you try to be like. You don't know you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, pretend you don't know who you are. Yep. Why what do you we, think of this? Why person? do we do that? Because we're psychotic. Or like rereading an email, like you're the recipient of the email. Oh god, or I text. do it all. Emails, like professional emails, I do all yeah. the time. I'm like, wow, I really blew that email away, dude. Yeah. I know. I, the <laughs> yeah. pride that I take when I read it back, I'm like, oh, send. I, god, know, send. I would be like, I would be like. Whatever the proposition is, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. It is so funny. I think that that is like a common human experience, Dude, especially I'm, with social media. It's so funny. You spend time on an email too. If I spend time on an email Ooh. and then sometimes I have Matt read it. You to do be a little like formatting. This, I'm like, how do you think? I have Matt read it because he's really good at shit like yeah. that. But like I always have to go like in my sent folder and I open the email up as it, as if I was receiving it. So it looks like it was sent to me. And it, I try to frame myself about I'm the person yeah. adjacent yeah. to me. You're yeah. like, wow, this person makes a lot of great points here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they got the job. <laughs> Hired. Take all my money. Dude, it's so weird. Why are we like this? <laughs> because we're... You gotta be a fan of yourself. We're self-voyeuristic yeah. people. That it, yeah, you're like, it is self-voyeuristic. That's mm. a very interesting term. Yeah. Anyways. Um, all right, Patreon. Well, 
the Patreon, please join us. It's We're fun. Not, yeah, we Listen love to being the, what, there. This adventure we just went on in just a couple of minutes. I know. That's true. Well, and the best part about Patreon is we're doing these true crime stories that are all listener submitted. So if you have a story about your like a hometown or there's just something you've been fascinated with that like you haven't seen covered on a normal true crime podcast, like that's what we're here for. That's right. We're here to do deep dives into the cases that you're interested in and uh, give you a new perspective. Send us them cases. Send us them cases. Send it. Send it. Send it. All right. Well, today, should we get into the day today? Yes, please. Today is November 9th. We're wow. getting into November. It's almost fucking Christmas. It's, I mean, it's really almost Thanksgiving, which is the best <laughs> meal of the year, oh, the which best. I'm already dreaming about, but I can't let myself have it until Thanksgiving. Like, no. you can't spoil it. No, nobody's out there eating Thanksgiving dinners before Thanksgiving. I think right? some people might. Like, sometimes people have like things like Friendsgiving potlucks where they have Thanksgiving. We've items. done that. Like, are there people? I don't like doing that though. I do. There's I don't people like spoiling that just it. Go to Boston Market. Boston Market's pretty good. On like a whim, and they're like, it's "Time for some turkey and some taters and yeah. some gravy." Mm, I like. I really. So I'm good. Not, I know. I'm not but one like, of those people, but well, you but know, I could be. I'm a plan, <laughs> like I'm a planner with my meals, and half of the joy that I get is thinking about it like beforehand. So I'm like, I can't spoil myself by having it before things. No, the fantasy. It has to be it's just fantasy. Right. Mm. I wonder meal fantasy. Meal fantasy. That's like half of what my thoughts are. It is. Are Literally today, we're on, we, we walked out to the car to come here today, and she goes, Jersey Mike's tonight. It's Mike's Monday. Well, it's Monday. Sorry to break the immersion, but we're recording this on a Monday. Yeah. And Jack goes, it's Jersey Mike's tonight. It's Mike's Monday. Well, little do like, you know, I've been thinking about Mike's Monday for like three days. So yeah. she's, I just, like, she's like, we should get obsessed silently. She goes, we should go to Starbucks and get like something small so that we're really hungry for Jersey Mike's <laughs> later. Like, okay. Wow. Food Jack. obsession. Food, food meal obsession meal fantasy meal fantasy there you go that's what it is all right let's get into the day today let's do it november 9th 1837 the co- tallest couple in the world marries now i'm sure a taller couple has married since then but this is of the time it was the tallest couple american giant seven feet seven and a half inches they didn't give him a name but his wife's name was anna swan at seven feet she was taller than him how tall 11 inches. 7 foot 11? That seems wrong. That's huge. In 1837, that's like being 100 feet tall. Holy shit. No, I think a lot of the tall peeps like were in the circuses and stuff back then. Yeah, I mean. I can't believe the woman was taller than him. Maybe I, this is wrong, but yeah. Seems right. 7 foot 7 and a half man, Anna Swan, 7 foot 11 inches, were the tallest married couple. And they were billed as the Giants of, the giants of Seville. Wow. So I don't know if they're in the circus. I should have looked more into this, but that is so tall for almost 200 years ago. That's tall for now. That's huge. I mean, the tallest person I know is Rita's brother. He's 6'9". That's tall. Fucking huge. That's massive. After 6'6", you're too tall. There's no too tall. You're just tall. tall. Too tall for what? Well, too tall to, to live really long lives. Well... Rita listens to this, so <laughs> may your brother live a long life. Rita's my best friend, and I don't think we need to put that out into the, in the world. Pat is going to live a long got, life. Well, I don't know. You were watching Love is Blind, right? The guy goes, I'm not meant to live Milton, long. Milton, his like, biggest vulnerability yeah. was that he's not going to have a long life because he's 6'7". I'm like, that's actually not even that tall. Like, I don't know if... Also, he's only life- like 20. He's like 24, but I don't know if your life expectancy starts going down at that height but i'd say like 7 11 is probably i think the bigger the worse yeah no it is 
you're not meant it's to. It's how big dog, like big dogs don't live as long as small dogs. Exactly. It's because your heart has to pump throughout that entire big body. Mm, and the joints have a lot to carry. That's this right. is why I'm saying if you're out there and you're having a hard time on Tinder because you're a man and you're like 5'10", like. You're living so long. Look, Dude, your body is meant term. to live long. Look at the long term, baby. <laughs> and honestly, I love a 5'10 king. That's right. That's been my staple Maybe my whole life. It has. I don't like tall guys. It's funny. We always we always said that. I'm like, mm, tall the the tall guys. I mean, you're tall, but hello. Hey, <laughs> he's thinking I... about his death. <laughs> his <laughs> no, I think he's. I'm like, don't I'm... say that I'm tall. They'll put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm short. I'm short. Six one is short. Just average. You're average. I'm normal. Regular. Uh. Anyways, okay. On to the Same next subject. <laughs> Okay, 1874, the New York Herald. This is actually really funny because it has relevance to today. Okay, Okay. this is in 1874. The New York Herald publishes a front page story claiming that there has been a mass escape of animals from the Central Park Zoo and that 49 people have been slaughtered by the free roaming beasts and hundreds more have been injured. So they go on to explain this whole thing. A rhinoceros had trampled and gored its keeper to death, broke out of its cage and broke down the cages of other animals, allowing them to escape. The escaped animals included a polar bear, a panther, a lion, a jaguar, leopards, wolves, hyenas, a cheetah, a cape buffalo, a dozen or more monkeys. And it even claimed a Bengal Bengal tiger had escaped and was shot on the street by the governor. So this whole crazy fucking story, right? What a nightmare. Literally Jumanji. And also so fucking sad. Like mm. these animals never belong there in the first place. No, you shouldn't be keeping them in a zoo. But anyways, near the end of the article was the notice. Of course, the entire story given above above is a pure fabrication. Not one word of it is true. But many readers missed the notice and there was widespread panic around the zoo. So this, I feel like, is very relevant I to today. I was going to say, today. all the headline, like, just people that read headlines and, and then... And share tell, it. And then tell people. No, and share. And share like, literally it. just share yeah. on their stories. Yeah. Yeah. But that, it's... it's When I was reading that, I'm like, wow, the relevancy today and also just people... Like, remember the the lady on the plane that saw, like, mm-hmm. the whatever? So there was a TikTok that I had seen a couple weeks later, and it was a guy that was on the plane, and he was, like, describing this, like, whole story. And he's like, I saw the guy, and, like, he the way that he was, like, blinking is so weird. And it had millions and millions of views, and everybody was like, holy shit, this is the first person that came out since the flight. And then at the end of the video, he's like, and by the way, this entire story is fake. I was not on the plane. But, like, nobody got yeah. through the whole video to hear him say that the story sharing, is fake. And yeah. he's like, I just wanted to show you how easy it was to share a fake story and have it go viral. But like, yeah, misinformation is it is very rampant. Did you ever have a teacher that gave a test and thought they were going to be clever and do like a comprehension mm-hmm. check on everybody? And then like, they, it's like maybe like, you know, 15, 20 questions. And at the end of it, it's like the final thing is like, Erase all of your answers and only sign your name on this. Yeah. And then no. if you don't do that, it's like a pass fail. Yeah. No, my teachers never did that. Multiple times. That I don't know if it ever happened to me or if I just know about it, but mm. kind of fucked no, up. No, my teachers didn't push me. <laughs> They're not in. <laughs> they didn't. Ca- no, my teachers weren't like trying to make me reach my potential or anything. Oh, cool. No, that's great. It's working as intended. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Ouch. Okay. Wow. Although I did have a teacher reach out to me on LinkedIn recently. Really? Like middle school. Like that they're Just saying, you? yeah, that like man you woman? seem to be d- man. Okay. That you seem to be really <laughs> doing well. Okay. Like it was nice. It okay. was not creepy. It was nice. Cool. But I was like, there you go. That's awesome. That's nice. I had a uh, amazing English teacher when I was in high school and uh, 
I just re- it's one of those teachers where you remember their class and like he was very musical like he loved a lot of like the bands that we were listening to yeah and told me about him him and his wife like check up on me like from time to time and, like send me messages and really? stuff like, it's so cool about the band it's like it's cool to have like a teacher that's invested like oh that's well so cool. cool I'm still friends on Instagram with my favorite teacher Mrs. Nuzman she was really? like my Tuesdays with Maury teacher that like changed my life um but she was also an English teacher like my AP English teacher it's like ri- why I love writing. But anyways, she reached out to me recently, like before a wedding, because yeah. she's a wedding photographer. She's like, can I please come photograph your wedding? You're like, yes, but it's in France. I know. I was like, and I think I told her, I was like, you can come, come photograph the courthouse. But like, it didn't end up working out. But it's, it is so sweet. We love a cool you teacher. You like have her on the po- a podcast. Like, that's so cool. I know. She was literally the best. She's the best fucking teacher. That's awesome. Yeah. I was love amazing. Those. Yeah. See, there are a couple good ones out there. There are. Oh, there certainly are. Yeah. Yeah. I loved her. I was also I love a her. bad student. Mm. They all wrote like, you have tons of potential if you would only oh. dot, dot, dot. Yeah. One of those. I had ADD. Yeah. yeah undiagnosed. Uh, and a lot of traumatic things happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Well. Such is life, you know? Yeah. All right. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Just keep trucking along. Yep. Keep trucking along. All right. 1967. Rolling Stone issued its first magazine. What? 1967, the first issue of Rolling Stone was published in San Francisco, California. It featured a photo of guests who, who do you think? 1967. Beatles. 67. Beatles. Elvis. Elvis. A Beatle. Wait, sorry. 67. A Beatle. Yeah, you're right. John Lennon. John Lennon. I was going to say maybe Mick Jagger. No. It featured a photo of John Lennon (laughs) on the cover dressed in army fatigue while acting in his recent film, How I Won the War. The first issue also included a free roach clip to hold a marijuana joint. Another kind of beetle. Another kind of beetle. The name of the magazine was compiled from three significant sources. The Muddy Waters song, the first rock and roll record by Bob Dylan, and the Rolling Stones. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. I love this musical history. The Muddy Waters song. Is that what the is in the Rolling Stone? No, it's just called Rolling Stone. Oh. Oh, yeah. The Rolling Stones. No. Whatever. It's... Muddy the water. Muddy Water well, song muddy... is called Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh, and like Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Half facts. Oopsies. Um. Okay. Nineteen sixty nine. Using clues found in Beatles songs and album covers, a Detroit disc jockey and his radio audience determined that Paul McCartney died on November 9th of nineteen sixty six in a car accident. This is a conspiracy theory. This is the conspiracy theory. Paul is dead. We did a killing time about this years ago. Right. But basically, the rumor claimed that Paul McCartney, after an argument with his bandmates, sped off in his car, crashed, and was decapitated. The remaining Beatles then substituted him with an orphan that they found. An orphan. Yeah. Casual <laughs> orphan. orphan. An orphan that was, like, in his mid-20s. There's no such thing as an orphan in your mid-20s. An orphan is a child only. You're now an adult in You're the world. You're an adult world. who That's doesn't you, have parents. You're a former orphan. No, that was, like... um the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm when Fun- Funkhauser's parents died and he said he was an orphan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, you're not. Adult no, orphan. Larry's like, you're not a fucking orphan. You're 65 years old. Former orphan. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, um, so anyways, they substituted him with an orphan <laughs> and they trained him to impersonate Paul. Feel t- feeling guilty about their actions, they left clues in their songs and album covers. God, this reminds me of like the Avril Lavigne conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah. These are Melissa. all so... I love them. I know. We've done we've done some episodes of the conspiracy theories, but I I mean, I love any conspiracy theory. I love theory. an updated conspiracy theory episode. I the, bet you there are some new ones. Yes. Oh, yeah. The human mind is a fantastic place. 
sure is. People love to, they just come up with the craziest shit. I love it. I know. It's, well, we're trying to put order to chaos, right? I but think it's like, that's... you can look at Paul McCartney nowadays. You just look at, he's an old guy. He looks good for his age. Yeah, like, he does Money look good. is awesome. There he is. But there he is. Like, that's, <laughs> like, or that's is him. He? Or is he? That, no, that's him. I don't know. No, it's either him or we live in a simulation. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, so... And they replaced him with an orphan. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I've Wouldn't spent, he tell? Uh, yeah. You'd no. be able well, the Andrew WK one is a little weird. What's the Andrew WK one? Because, like, apparently Andrew WK was replaced by a, a different Andrew WK in, like, the mid-2000s. Oh. And? And he just had, like, there's... But he's married... To, um... He, to Kat Dennis. Yeah, to Kat Oh, Dennis. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, but he seems real on her Instagram. Well, no, no. Andrew he, WK is hot. Hot. So uh, they are the I fucking used, cutest couple. I used to be friends with him on Warped Tour back in the day. He had like all, a special like place in his heart for me. He was so nice to me. All they do, she like cooks amazing meals and gardens and he makes music and they eat together. And I'm like, this is what I want. I was at the uh back when before the Virgin Hotel was the Virgin Hotel in Vegas, it was the Hard Rock. Mm, uh, I was like, we were gambling, we were there like after like a warp tour or something. Out of nowhere. There's a circular stage. It's maybe five feet in diameter. It's tiny. Maybe about three feet tall. Turn around. Andrew WK is on the stage and he's DJing for the entire casino. Oh, it's so fun. And Love him. There's no no full access. We're right in his face and we're just he's playing like party hard. Yeah. We're just like sitting in front of him, like going crazy. And he was high fiving everybody and it was uh, just like amazing. How but fun. I, but I kept thinking, like, is this the real you? Wait, so it, there was a conspiracy that he was replaced. Yes. I don't buy it. Uh, was there any more? To There's that? like some photos that look like it's a different guy, but it's just like probably a weird angle or lighting. But like uh, maybe not. I don't know. My favorite conspiracy theory was the Marilyn Manson one that Which he like one? got ribs removed so he could suck his own dick. I thought that was real. I don't think it's real, but it was the thing that I thought was so interesting about that rumor is it happened before the internet and like social media, but it was one of those rumors that like somehow circulated. Everyone heard it. The whole zeitgeist in America. Oh, yeah. No, but it was like a word of mouth thing, right? Like you heard it from like a friend who heard it from a friend, but like we all collectively believed believed it. it. But it was when he was doing songs like The Dope Show and he was being like a scary mannequin. Yeah. And he was showing himself naked yeah. and he looked so emaciated. Like, so it was like, there's his missing ribs. Well, it was believable, but I'm like, but where did it start and how did it spread? Like, that always blows my mind before the internet. Like, how did things become viral before the internet? Like, how That'd be did such we a fun all, documentary to do. How do yeah. we all know how to draw the S? The Stussy S. I mean, it's not the Stussy S, but yeah, the S. Like, that's another thing that does not have an origin mm. that just everybody knew. Same thing with, like, I don't know, like, certain jargon. Like, I always think about the was up, like, when you'd, like, write notes and you're, like, W-U-Z, like, with up. I'm, up like, where did that start? I thought that was from that was screen. Like I thought that was, um... The internet. That was, like, AIM. No, yeah, that was But then they AIM. did it on was, like, Scary, Mo- Scary Movie made it huge. Well, no, well, Budweiser, Budweiser made, made it Budweiser made it Budweiser did it. But I'm just talking about, like, with, like, the... Budweiser. Yeah, oh. Budweiser did it. I don't know. I love, I love the... I just love an origin story of just, mm-hmm. like, weird things like that. I'm, like, where did this come from? I agree. You know? We you could know? do a deep dive. We could do a deep dive. There is no deep dive on the Stussy S. I've tried to find it. Like, I don't, I just think they don't know. I think it was probably like graffiti art. Honestly. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it. We'll figure it out. Okay. And this last one is sad, but it is a fact that I didn't know. In 1976, on November 9th, Smokey the Bear died. The Smokey real Smokey the Bear was a real bear. That's horrible. I know. American black bear, national symbol for forest fire prevention. Smokey, Smokey. the Bear. The Forest Service had been using the cartoon version of Smokey Bear since 1944 when a bear cub was rescued from a New Mexico wildfire in 1950. He became the live embodiment of that cartoon. But he lived a long life, so... How long did he live? I mean, he was rescued in 1950. 
so 26 years. That's I don't pretty know, good. I don't know how long Bear's I don't know bear, bear 30 years, years but... is not a bad run. Yeah. So, I mean, it's sad that he died, but everything dies. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. The bigger you are, the faster it yeah. is. And how tall bears was he? are big. Was he tall? <laughs> <laughs> was he over 6'6? Six, six? <laughs> um, okay. Those are your days today. But the word of the day. I'm tall for a girl. Am I going to die? No, I don't think you're tall enough to, okay, be, cool. to have you're, a low death cool, or cool, cool, low cool, death cool. day. I'm not like part you're of the gi- giant couple. No, you're not 7'11", which is so tall. <laughs> you are tall. You know what's funny is I didn't notice. I hadn't noticed how tall you are. And we were like looking at photos from France. And I was like, Lex is tall. People DM me and ask me all the time how tall I am. I'm like, why? Do you know how tall you are? 5'10". You're 5'10"? Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is our whole friend group in LA is tall. I'm the shortest of our friend group and I'm 5'7". Yeah. Like no one's... We don't have any shrimpy friends. No. All of our friends are pretty like... No, we have a... There's a cutoff. I, I don't know if we should say this five, publicly, seven. but we well, we don't take any tiny you. tots. Yeah, we also just don't take any new friends. That's that's more the truth. If yeah. we found someone amazing to add to the group, fine, but it hasn't happened in quite a long. time. I won't add anybody new. That no. just won't. I don't care how amazing. There's you no are. trust left to be had. No, I I can't be vulnerable anymore. I can't get to know somebody new. It's too much effort. Like I'm meet I'm my lucky, mom. I'm lucky to squeeze in, but right before the cutoff date, romantic yeah. partners are different. But I've known you forever. Oh yeah, that's right. No, you but romantic new. partners are different. Because sometimes you got to go, but it's kick tough, out. though. Sometimes you got to get a new one, know. you know? But then it is the daunting thing about dating. Then they have to meet up dating, I mean, get to know them. The then they have part. to get to know your friends and family. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I'm like, here's my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have retirement? <laughs> Are you in debt? How much debt have you accrued? Well, what it's you- like those on Love is Blind when they're like, she's like, we're going to have to talk about all this really uncomfortable shit. And it was really uncomfortable for them. Stacy. Yeah. And what's his face? Is he such a, I don't know how I feel about Stacy. I don't know how I feel about anybody on the season. Yeah. Not, it's not my season. Let's let's let it play out. And then we can maybe do a little recap for Love people that. who care. Okay. Onward. Onward to the word of the day. Okay, so this is an Inuit word, and it is pronounced, I'm going to try my best, Ixowerpok. 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 Sounds correct. Ixowerpok. Ixowerpok. Translates to the feeling of anticipate. Okay, this is so good. It translates to the feeling of anticipation or even frustration when you're waiting for somebody to turn up. More specifically, it's the feeling of impatience where you might continually go to the window or even head outside if, to see if your tardy visitor has arrived yet. Mm, I about, felt this. How about this move? What? Someone's coming over, right? They're going to be there any minute. TV's not on, right? Mm-hmm. Do you ever do this where you're like... Where are you going with this? You're like, should I turn the TV on? What? Should I, you ever like do those last minute things? Like, before should somebody... I put on some music? Uh, like, should yeah. I be doing something? Like, oh, somebody's like, 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 so desperate. like what yeah. should it look like in here? Is it silent and I'm just sitting in a chair? Is yeah, that, yeah. You're like, do I, I stand do... by the door? Yeah. Do I be walking I around? I always have the TV on. Okay, when but come over. I don't. But well, yeah, yeah. But I don't normally just have it on. But if someone's coming over, you don't. Maybe I'll turn it on and like, uh, like you need to light a candle and have a record playing. That's what I'm saying, though. Like yeah. those are thoughts that I have before and, like, someone comes have over. Some moves like put a couple glasses of wine in your hand and right. start dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine is like if this I'm, is just what I was doing. Yeah, if <laughs> I know the person's almost there, I definitely start walking around the apartment, and I'm like, I want to be up, like, and moving around I as the doorbell be, rings. I'm usually like not in the room. Like I'm like, come in. I'm, oh, I'm over here. Oh, that's doing a good move. Something. That's a really yeah, good move. Like God forbid they know that you're just waiting. I would never get embarrassing. Else if I lived in a suburban area like I used to, sometimes I would just like leave the door open and then I'd just be, then I wouldn't have to think your about it. Your door or your security door? Both. Wow. wow. Yeah. Vulnerable. Because a friend is coming. 
God, know? it must be nice to be a man. I know. Just leave a door unlocked. Someone would definitely have killed me. Not unlocked. Absolutely. Wide open. <laughs> Just come <back> on in. <laughs> come on in, anybody. Fuck around and find out. That's so absolutely insane. Such a man. Such a man. Such thing. men math. It's so I feel bad. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I do feel a little bad. Oops. All right. Well, when we come back, uh, we've got some bitching to do. Woo! When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right, welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We love it. We hate it. We talk about it. We vote on it. We bring it to you to vote on Instagram. Sometimes we have a listener on the stand. Do we have a number to call in if you'd we, like to call yours we in? We do have a number. Do we have a listener today? We do. Okay, the phone number is 
416-6889. Yeehaw, baby. Woo! Do we want to start with that one? Sure. Hi, friends. I'm calling with my on the stand. Um, so if you're like me, you're constantly being blasted on social media or from people that you know about all these like clean products. So, you know, aluminum free deodorant and organic body wash and shampoo, etc. So what I'm putting on the stand is people who use all of that stuff, which is fine if you do. But people who use all of those products tell you about them, how they're clean and all this stuff, and then they go and get Botox blasted in their face and some lip fillers, and then maybe I'll see them on a Friday night, like, smoking cigs and slamming beers. Like, don't preach the cleanness when you're not really clean. That's what I got. Bye. Gosh, this is an exciting one. Damn. Um. I've seen a bunch of people on social media be like, your green juice and your vegan, you know, burrito isn't going to undo everything I saw you doing at the club last night. Like, yeah, I I think I think you're right. I think everyone there's a lot of hypocrisy with clean lifestyle type stuff. Well, and I think that what we're realizing is a lot of the things that we think are clean and environmentally friendly are actually not like it reminds me of like the whole plastic eco-friendly straw thing that we're now finding out has like forever chemicals in them. So it's like, I think the problem is anybody preaching anything. Yeah. I mean, everyone alone. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Period. Because when you start preaching something, now you're putting yourself in the line of fire and now people are going to poke holes at everything that you're doing in life because there's literally no way to be perfectly clean or perfectly whatever unless you're so disordered even then you'll never succeed because the the poisons are just shot into everything we do try to have a bottle like evian water or fiji water i'm sorry there's microplastics in the water like there's no way around it's also coming out with like the brita filters that there's actually like a it doesn't filter any like everything that you think is you're doing the right thing is now turning out you're not doing the right thing. Flushable wipes aren't even really flushable, it turns out. <laughs> wow. But going back to the pre... <laughs> anything is flushable. Going back to the preaching... You try hard enough. Yeah, anything is yeah. flushable. You make it in small enough If you pieces, believe... You, you, gotta, you can't achieve. You gotta hit it with a poop knife. Oh, wow. <laughs> poop knife is a whole different thing. Um, what the fuck is that? It's a whole different thing. It's a whole Reddit thing. Please. Google it if you want. Nope. No, Alexis doesn't want to talk about it. No, but back to the preaching, whatever. It's... It's not the problem of being clean. It's the self-righteousness that comes along with outwardly putting your shit onto other people. Yeah. Like that is 100% the problem and people are not down for it and it's annoying and they're going to start poking holes in your shit. Also, like people want to have the best products. Not everyone can afford them. People are doing their fucking best. Like, and that's another thing. It's like, don't. Just don't fucking project your shit onto other people. Everyone's doing their best. Well, there's, there's, a certain, there's a certain obsession that comes with, um, like, the way that things are progressing right now, especially with the internet and, like, people seeing everybody, like, everything's about improvement and, like, we want to feel like we're getting better and better at things. But, like, so so everyone's so quick to be like, this is the thing that's, like, this is the good thing now that everyone is all in on and this yeah. is why. And, like, 
the science behind it doesn't always exist. And a lot of times it's early. And a lot of people love being early on things for some reason and being like, oh, I got this new product that's like, this is why it's so great. Before it sells out, yeah. I've toured with a lot of like cigarette vegans is what we used to call them is like the same thing that she's talking about. It's like your health, you like doing something you're healthy vegan. in one way. But but th- th- that's not fair because for some of it is just animal cruelty and yeah. whatnot. People trying to be like good no, people. No, but the like, idea of I know but, what you're But the saying. idea is like you are, yeah, you're. you're well, you're self-righteous in this one way and then you're you're not sinning is not the wrong but you're right cool with secondhand it. smoke for children you're, yeah, cool, yeah. With, you're yeah. cool with other humans yeah. the sen- sucking in the, your smoke the yeah. sentiment is we are all trying to do the best that we can yeah and nobody knows yeah and so it's like i know for me if i don't put on deodorant that has aluminum in it i'm gonna smell and yeah, unfortunately all the outcomes you know i go for the stuff that is just really scented and it makes me feel better and i'm alive so far yeah so, but you know it's like You'd be getting aluminum in other ways anyway. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like you can't escape. Unfortunately, you can't escape it. Go anymore. in a chlorinated pool. Your yeah. whole epidermis is absorbing chlorine. Like yeah. there's no way to like live a normal life if yeah. you avoid like there's no the chemicals well, are in everything. No, and going back, it's just like different generations just as a whole are suffering for different things. Yeah. Like where, you know, our parents were Camp Lejeune. What? Camp Lejeune. <laughs> What's Clop- Camp Lejeune? She's about to explain it because I don't know. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone who was at Camp Lejeune was poisoned by chemicals. Uh, and that's why you get those back in the day. Yeah. Commercials yeah. like that's our parents generation. That's what I'm saying. Like, were you exposed at Camp Lejeune yeah. to X chemicals or whatever? Yeah. And like every generation has or one asbestos. of those. Yes. But that's the thing. Our generation is the forever chem- for the forever chemicals that are in everything. So it's like there's no way to avoid Every, like everything we're exposed to it as a generation because that's now the decisions that these big corporations have made you are a microplastic again, this is you are microplastics it again. exists they literally are in our bloodstream yeah and you can't get away from it nope unfortunately you, no matter how many organic products you eat are you having fun like is your life fun <laughs> are you doing things that are fulfilling you we're like, all gonna die what do, like what does it matter at the end some of the day some sooner than others depending on your height yeah, yeah <laughs> if you're over six six like see ya except but Rita's like, brother yeah <laughs> this doesn't apply to it's gonna live forever (laughs) but are you having fun is your life like are you doing things that make you happy like end of like full stop like that's it well and that goes back to like when i was the most like obsessive about clean eating and about exercising and about doing all these things i was the most miserable so it's like and I know that that is a through line for a lot of people that are trying to be super regimented with like the things that they're doing, that they're eating, the way that they're living their lifestyle. Like it comes to a point where it now takes over your life in this obsessive way and it stops you from enjoying your life as it's going. And yeah. then now you're wasting, especially when you're around our generation, like such great years of your life because of this weird. And it's a thing with social media that it's projecting on us of like, whatever. I don't know. It's life's it's, short. Life's short. There's a lot of risks. But you can go out and get hit by a bus. So just like use the deodorant that makes you not smell. Yeah. So then you can keep your friends. Eat the McNugget if it beckons to you. Eat yeah. the McNugget. It's <laughs> a good shirt. Eat the nugget. Eat the uh, nugget. All right. Well, I'm going to say uh, I forget where we started. She said on the stand was prosecuting people who were doing all this than smoking the cig. So guilty. Guilty. Guilty, but also is it making them happy? If so, not guilty. Yeah. No, true. if it's making them happy to preach, stop no, the preaching. Self righteousness, self righteous preaching. Oh, that's guilty. guilty. That's guilty. guilty. Sorry, that's guilty. 
All right. Oh, that felt good. I'm just going to jump on this train because I started listening to the new season of The Dream. Have you ever listened to that podcast? No. Have you? Oh, but I'm no. aware. I'm familiar. So it's basically about the the first season was about uh, Arbon, pure, uh, pyramid schemes yeah, yeah. in general. Um, I think it might be the third season, but this season is about life coaches. Wow. And the it's kind of like the MLM to life coach pipeline uh-huh. sort of a thing. Um, so uh, on top of the conversation that we're having, I'm just going to put on the stand like this idea of having to be the best version of yourself mm. because we kind of talked about it a little bit, but Jared was saying, you know, you're constantly being bombarded, especially trying to get a life coach is like such an interesting idea yeah. because it's like, you're trying to have somebody influence you to make the best decisions in life yet. They don't know what you're going through. And like, it's, they're now using it's the same kind of MLM thing where it's like predetermined like scripts and all this kind of stuff to try also, to coach you. But also, who could possibly be qualified to like to counsel someone on you know like maybe a ninety year old woman her wisdom I might listen to. Yeah, but like someone my age, I'm like, bro, this is the blind leading the blind. You can't possibly know more than me. Well, the thing about life coaches is there's no like. You don't have to get like a certification for it or you anything. You can't get a certification, but, but it's like, not like a official. Came up with that. <laughs> right. And it's not like a scholastic, like it's not like a, what recognized. I think it's dangerous know? territory. And, I agree. And, and, and the reason is, is because when you're going It's culty. Off, it's, well, this it's, is, this it's is an, exactly it's a, it. It's literally, you're, it is a pyramid scheme. Yeah. You're talking about MLM. You're talking about cults. It's like you're in a, you are automatically in a position of power when someone's coming to you at a disadvantage like that. Yeah. And, and again, like qualification aside that dynamic is already like very easily manipulated mm-hmm. and so well yeah you're catching somebody yeah when they're at their most vulnerable state because you're not going to get a life coach when you're killing it yeah, yeah. but it, and, and this goes with the whole culture of self-improvement and all that stuff is like you're going to buy a book because this person became rich so you're trying to follow those footsteps and it's it's well the idea that you can fall into that that's the whole business model in itself is like there's so many people that are like i want that i want that well it's why tony robbins is right. who he is you know but it's, and but it's tricky. also going back to the the pyramid scheminess of it is kind of like the get rich quick kind of thing where it's like this is going to be i'm going to hire a life coach and my life is going to change yeah. like doing this one thing like because that's how they're kind of promoted it's like once you hire me to like coach through throughout the life like everything's going to change where it's that's not how life works at all. And then after listening to this podcast too, like a lot of life coaches end up coaching other people trying to be life coaches. Like yeah. that's where the pyramid part of it kind of starts to come into play. But I think like from afar, when you don't know anything about it, it seems like a good idea. But like when you really look into like the nitty gritty of it, it's like a little bit schemey. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. Totally. And it's like at the end of the day, like we don't need to be the best versions of our he- ourselves. Like, can't we just be okay? Like we're all trying to fucking survive and like do the best that we can. Like we don't have to be the best at everything and be 100% at every single thing that we do because it's going to burn ourselves out and it's not realistic in any sense of the word no absolutely and what i'll say my mom did give me some really good advice when i was young that i never forgot about and what she said was you know alexis like being happy is such fucking hard work mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like it's not a state of mind it's like you have to work hard and you have to like invest in relationships and you have to take care of yourself physically and you have to like not consume harmful shit on the internet that's going to poison your mind like it's so hard to like have a life that you're happy with, you yeah. know? And I, I think it goes hand in hand with this idea of like, 
being the best version of yourself. I mean, I've been waking up the last couple of days, like super depressed feeling like yeah. for no reason other than it's like, yeah, the reality of life and the difficulties like sort of seep in. And it's like, you don't have to be happy all the time. And when you are happy, it's fucking hard to achieve that. Yeah. And that's it. Well, and that's the Instagram versus reality yeah. part of it where it's like, you're looking at all these other people and especially the, it depends on the media that you consume too. So if yeah. your feed is full of all these people that are, you know, aspirational and, you know, doing pretending things the are cleanses amazing. And I the, think it and, all come. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's like whatever you're looking at and it, then it makes you feel bad about yourself because you're like, why not? Why can't I do that? Yeah. But it's like, this is a facade of bullshit, but like, it all comes down to it's Yeah. It comes down to comparison. Yeah. yeah. You're because it's well, so comparison easy. is the it's so of thief of joy. Yes. It's so easy though, because it's so easy to open up literally anything that you own and see how someone else is doing. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it is. And like if you if that all that went away and you just like woke up and maybe had a lazy day, then you just had a lazy day. Yeah. Was it okay? Like, did you have a good day? Well, it's yeah. That's and then it. you're looking at other people being productive yeah. or doing this or you know? working on that. It's it's very easy to get down on yourself just by comparison alone. No, and I think a lot of people lose themselves to that because you're so caught up in what everybody else is doing or what they're saying, whether it's about you or about somebody else. Like, it's, it's, it's there's so much noise. Whereas, like, if you just wake up and maybe have a good breakfast and then like <laughs> totally go, was that easy. I, don't know. I laid in the sun and scrolled on TikTok for like five hours yeah. and it was the best day of my life and I was literally like I wanted to be like well I did this and this it's like no I yeah. literally did that and it was fucking amazing and yeah. it probably like rejuvenated you in a way that you cannot get from like exercising productive. or productive no, it was incredible or, yeah, yeah. This is actually an amazing on the stand because I yeah. honestly I don't think we've had one that sparked such like a yeah. Yeah. rousing discussion in a yeah. while. No, I totally agree. Obviously guilty. Right? Guilty. <laughs> guilty, dude. <laughs> Do you have one on the sand? I think I'm sort of like maxed out. No, I just think now we're on this like amazing note and I, mine, I don't have one. No, in it this, doesn't. Yeah. I kind of want to stay here. I kind of want like, you to talk about the thing well, that you- the, I want everyone to feel encouraged though to be like, you don't have to fucking be your best self. Yeah. Fuck what you're seeing on the internet. Like, we're going off the rails. We're taking a well, new formula. I don't know. Kinda. I, I'll jump on top of that too because it, what you were saying too about like just comparing yourself, whatever. I even felt like myself doing that after our wedding. Yeah. Like I had to, I had to mute like all wedding because obviously my algorithm is all wedding, right? Yeah, of course. So like after our wedding, like I had to start muting everything because I'd see other people's wedding. I'm like, fuck, I wish I did that. Or like, oh, that looks so amazing. I'm like, ugh. Like and like getting down on myself about different things to where I'm sure people are looking at my content being like, Ugh, like, look at this. Like, that looks so perfect. And like, oh, she's so annoying about posting this all the time and yes. like whatever. Yes. But like it goes both ways. And even like when you're watching the thing that you think is perfect and you wish it was yours, that person is also watching something else wishing that yeah. was theirs. And too. it's like a circ it's very circular and it, yeah. it'll never end unless like mute the accounts. That's a good call. Like, yeah. you know, because you have to be you have to be okay with what happened because we can't change it. And it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, you know, you. it was, just, it's just so, it's so crazy. Cause like, it really is all about going and looking at these things, which we do all the time. That's yeah. all it is. Like that's where social media is. You know, it's like having to mute beast. an account. Well, yeah, you have to mute an account because we're all on this thing. That's making us all compare and do this day. Well, and the day grass out. isn't always greener. No. You know, I'm it's, telling you, the grass it's just is rarely not, not greener. greener. Rarely is. Like it's not, you know, so, Dude. I loved that was a great on the stand that sparked yours, you know, yeah. because I just think we all need to be more present and happiness is a lot of work. It doesn't come easier to some people than others. Like, 
people are projecting facades of happiness that are not there and we should all just be fucking grateful and wake up and feel good about where we're at. Even if you feel depressed, you won't feel as bad the next day. Well, I did also, I was watching this TikTok that was actually described this thing about me that I was like, I've never seen something that's more like for you in my life. I was going to bring this up because I feel like it's in line with what we're talking about. No, it is. So this girl was, she was talking about this book that she read. It's about anxiety. And she was like, do you suffer from perfect moment syndrome? And she goes on to describe this thing. And it's so me. And it's basically the idea of putting such high expectations on yourself for something like a moment in life. And they're so high that you're always going to be disappointment or they're always going to fall short of what you're envisioning in your life. And it's all rooted in like the sense of like anxiety. And I'm like, that's exactly what I had for our wedding. Like, and, and a lot of things in life, like, but I love like, I love planning trips and I love creating moments, but like the idea of it is always better than what it's going to yeah. be because like the idea of it is like this fantastical well, the moment. planning's anticipatory also where it's like, this is coming. The moment itself is so fleeting. Right. You know, and you get to spend months on fantasizing yeah. versus the moment is just so fast. Yeah. One, well, especially when it comes to a wedding, it's like you spend a year planning it. And then the moment is so fleeting that like as, with our wedding, I'm like, as I, the way I describe it is just feeling so fucking rushed. Yeah. Right. So you can't even like fully sit in it, but right. like that perfect moment syndrome is, and there's so many people that were like, I, this is why I don't go on trips because like the actual trip will never exceed but where do the you way think- that I like think it would be in my own mind, but it's like an anxiety thing. Yeah. Yeah. But where does that come from? That comes my perfectionism. From- it's a perfectionism no. thing. Well, yes. But there's a comparison happening there as well. For sure, because you're seeing other people's exactly. posts on Instagram being like, this is how, the, like, this person's post in, like, Thailand on the swing is, and then you go there and it's, like, a disgusting, like, mess oh, of Oh, yeah. It's like, like seeing a nightclub at night and then during the day. Exactly. The it's but fucking like, vile. But, dude, like, who fucking cares? Like, I, I told you, I, there's that really funny video of those, that, it's like a super trashy wedding and they walked down the aisle to Buck Cherry. Yeah. Those people were going nuts. They were having the yeah. time of their lives yeah. in between their two trailers in this trailer park, listening to Buck Cherry coming down the aisle, getting married. It's like, it's all relative. And the comparison is what is destroying things for people. And like, like it well, really, I think it's, it's it trying to create a moment that already existed, but the way that ex- it existed isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's exactly right. Yeah. Like the real moment is what happens after you have an experience. That's your real moment. Yeah. It's not the real moment in relation to someone else's moment that they had, which probably isn't even real if you saw it on the internet. No, There's, I know. They're two totally different things. Yeah. You know? Um. But social but media a, has fucked us up in that way because yes. I don't think that people probably had I mean, if anybody listening out there like no like resonates with that, like I think that that is the thing that's really driven by social media. Oh, totally. Like, I don't think people in the '70s were having perfect moment syndrome in the same way. No. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I see a band that like a peer or like a band that I know, and it looks like they're playing to like an unlimited amount of people, and you're like, damn, I really want to play to a crowd that big. Like, whatever. Like, it's always in your face. Some degree in the '70s, just not the way it is now. No, not the way. There was no Pinterest wedding. You know, it's like yeah. there was, that didn't happen. It was like shit got thrown together and that's what you got. Yeah, it was a lot. Life was a lot simpler. And people I weren't saw, sharing, the, sharing their wedding pictures to, you know, it just yeah. was like it got framed and put in your fucking living room. And that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, exactly. And it's not a, it's not exclusive to the Internet in our generation. Someone I saw a Facebook comment. I don't know if you guys saw it on the first degree Facebook, but someone was talking about comparison and like for, especially for women and mm-hmm. upholding an image. Oh, yeah. And yeah, how it's posts. existed since the. I mean, since 
magazine, like publications. Well, like, obvious. No, women obviously, throughout but, history. Well, women are, yeah, <laughs> victims. Yes, always. Okay, well, I'm not. Every single okay, one. Yeah. Hold on. I'm not trying to open up another can Well, right now. no, that's a different uh, no, wait, can of worms. On, we'll do that one on the end of the next killing time. But yeah, I'm just saying like, I, you know, it's I feel like it's definitely accelerated, though. Yeah. Like for us. No, the internet is the devil. And it's all comparison. In a lot of ways. Again, all the way back. It's all comparison. But we're yeah. all killing it in our own ways. We are. Oh, wow. God, I love this discussion, good. guys. Hijack the rest of the episode, but I'm okay with that. Damn. I know, I'm okay with it, too. Welcome to our... Truth. <laughs> I feel like I just did a little bit of therapy. I know. I feel a little bit more alive. I know. I love it. I hope that you guys are, too. came out of nowhere. That was awesome. I know. Maybe, like, send us in your on the... Not even on the stand. Philosophical topics. Yeah. Send <laughs> us in some philosophical topics. This was nice. It was nice. I kind of feel, like, lighter. Me, too. I have nothing left. All right. We love well, you guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.